challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast. Delighted you are with me. I want to talk to you about something I have talked to you about before, and I'm doing it, I know, at a kind of a heavy time in our history when it comes to this topic, but I just feel so strongly about it, I'm going to hit away on it anyway. Uh, I want to talk to you about the obligation that men have to provide for their families after their death. Now, you've heard me go off on this before. I'm a big believer in it. I want to tell you why I'm talking about it now. I want to talk to you about it compassionately, and I want to give you some solutions, okay? Uh, In our generation, it is unbelievably easy for a man to provide certain minimal um, life insurance policies and maybe burial insurance. Uh, It's relatively inexpensive. It's relatively easy to acquire. A lot of you who listen to this podcast are younger, and it will be unbelievably inexpensive for you. It gets more expensive as you get older, obviously. Well, I've discovered a great deal in recent years, I've told you this before in recent podcasts, that men tend not to take care of this issue. They don't do it when they're young because they think they're going to live forever. They don't do it when they're older, perhaps, because they get distracted. And you cannot believe uh, the men that I have known, uh, the families that I have known, in which good men have left their families relatively destitute. Okay, it's not even that the men maybe didn't make good money when they were living, uh, but they didn't provide in this area. Okay, now we're living in a difficult time. People are dying because of COVID. People are dying because of Delta. Um, I am living in a period of time in my life where I've had a lot of friends die of late. Um, and I'm just talking about in recent years. I've just, maybe I'm at that age. Um, I've had men die and friends die in unusual circumstances. Uh, it's just been a, a difficult time. And because I talk about this issue of men taking care of their families uh, upon their death, I have a lot of you reporting to me stories that you hear about men who uh, leave their families in difficult circumstances. So I tend to get more of this kind of information coming to my ears than most men. Part of it is that I've been a pastor uh, in previous periods of my life, and I buried a lot of people and been in the middle of those circumstances with those families. Part of it is that I'm very close to the American military here in D.C. where I'm sitting. And so I tend to know about the deaths of families. I know about some of the deaths that you hear about on television. I'll actually know those families. Maybe they attended my church here in in town. Maybe I just know about them through Pentagon Connections or what have you. Maybe they're the families of friends. Um, You see how it goes. And then, of course, many of you report to me stories. So I hear about these things. And I cannot tell you the number of times that an otherwise good man has not had life insurance, has not had burial insurance. And so within a very short period of time after the man's death, his family, who went along assuming he had taken care of everything, uh, are in trouble 
they're in trouble. They're having to borrow from relatives. They're doing without. Uh, kids are realizing they're not going to be taken care of for college, which, you know, is not the worst thing in the world. I mean, m- many kids end up going to college and paying their own bills. I, I certainly did, paid for all of my own college. Uh, and, and my father was a colonel in the army. He just chose not to help, uh, chose not to be part of that. I had brothers and sisters. It was, we weren't destitute, but it was just a, a decision my father made. So, uh, it's not like it's going to you know, kill you to have to pay your own college bill. But the point is that the basic survival of the family, the point is that the ability of the surviving spouse to live, to, to raise the young children, um, yeah, they're probably going to work. Yeah, they're going to have to be some adjustments, but you don't want them impoverished. You don't want them left without. And so I am charging every man that I have influence over to make sure that he at least has life insurance for his family. And that can be done relatively inexpensively. You're out there right now, you're in your 20s or your 30s, you've got a little baby at home, you've got a wife. I mean, this is not going to be very expensive. We're talking $25, $50, $100 a month uh, can buy a lot of ins- a life insurance. Um, I'm not talking about millions. But I'm talking about enough to bury you. I'm talking about enough to uh, allow the spouse to, to re, reposition. I'm talking about money to be able to live until the job is acquired and maybe enough to put aside some for college, uh, which if the child is very young or a couple of children are very young, you have a long time then to build up a, a accounts for that purpose. My point is that men are neglecting this. I've, I've actually had friends who were high ranking in the military and who died. And the, and the spouse was telling me a month later, he didn't, he didn't leave anything in the military. They almost throw insurance at you and they didn't, this man didn't leave anything for his, uh, his wife. I've told that story before. I'm not picking on the military, obviously, but I'm concerned about a way of thinking. And I've had friends who have died of COVID. I've had friends who have died of other things. Uh, obviously you live a while, you're going to have friends who die. You're going to have friends who just die of old age. I had a friend, one of my dearest friends, uh, at the age of 58 just died, uh, because he was done. The doctor said he was done. He didn't die of any one particular thing. His body just gave out. He died of natural causes, 58 years old. How do you know it's going to happen then? The majority of us are going to be surprised by living so long. I'm warning men as widely as I can about this, that the majority of men are going to live into their 90s, maybe their 100s. They're going to be shocked by how long they live. And of course, retirement age is often considered to be in the you know 60 to 65 range. Well, most men need to put that thinking aside, man. They're going to live into their 70s, their 80s. You got to provide. You got to think. You got to decide about uh, second, third, and fourth careers. You've got to position yourself right. You've got to save. You've got to invest wisely. It's just the way it goes. So I don't want to be harsh. I don't want to be a fear monger. Uh, I don't want to uh, put an undue burden on you, but I'm pleading with you. I'm pleading with you as a man who has been there, been there at the kitchen table of a family uh, while the family is looking around stunned. This father that they loved, this husband they loved did not provide anything beyond just what's what's in those rooms, filling those rooms. Um, and if, and like in the case of the military family, they'd always lived in military housing. So they didn't own their own home. Uh, my point is not to be a scaremonger. My point is to get you to realize that this is something relatively easy for a man to take care of. Now, if you know insurance agents, you've got them in your church, you got them in your community, maybe you got them in your family, go sit down and talk to them. Don't be afraid of this conversation. 
a, a minimal amount of life insurance, and term is probably the wisest for most men, um, a, a term life insurance policy is a relatively inexpensive thing. I have a friend who just recently uh, just wanted to get $100,000, just wanted to get $100,000. I believe it was 50 a month. I believe it was 50 a month. Most of us spend more on pizza uh, than 50 a month. And so now when he dies, I believe the amount his wife was going to get was going to be $125,000. Now, that's not going to set her up for the rest of her days. It's certainly going to help her make a transition of a young husband dying and, uh, and, and providing for some of the things that I've described. So most of you probably know a life, an insurance agent you can talk to, or you can look it up in the phone book. If you don't, I'm going to give you a recommendation. It's the first time you've ever, I've ever done this. I have absolutely no financial connection. I don't benefit at all um, in this recommendation. I have no financial connection to this company at all. But if you've listened to my podcast for years, you know that financially I trust Dave Ramsey and I trust his organization called Ramsey Solutions. And so uh, if you don't have anybody else to talk to about insurance, God knows I'm no expert. Don't write me. Um, but they, uh, their company, Ramsey Solutions, makes some recommendations uh, for uh, other companies that they trust. They actually use the word trusted companies, um, the phrase trusted companies. And they will actually endorse certain companies and encourage the uh, use of them on their website. Um and, and uh, companies that they know are trying to help people, help people process, help people win, as they would say, and not just take advantage of them. Now, is Ramsey Solutions benefiting from these recommendations? I don't know. And I couldn't give a damn. I really couldn't. I don't care if they make a little bit of money off of that. I'm trying to help you. I don't make any money off of it. So what I want you to do, if you don't have anybody else to talk to, get this website down, RamseySolutions.com backslash trusted. Ramsey, R-A-M-S-E-Y, Solutions dot com backslash trusted. It will take you to a page of, of of a number of financial services that the Ramsey people endorse. The Ramsey people, many of them are my friends. Dave Ramsey is one of my best friends. I trust these people. If you got somebody else, go to them. You may not like Dave Ramsey. Fine. <laughs> he understands that very well. Um, but I trust them. I trust their recommendations. And I'm saying to you, if you don't have anybody else to go to, then go to this page, RamseySolutions.com backslash trusted. You'll see real estate uh, recommendations. You'll see insurance recommendations. You'll see other type things. Click on the insurance and it will talk to you about life insurance. It actually will give you a formula for figuring out what you need. You can build up to it, of course. Uh, it'll discuss some options with you and then it will re refer you through the website uh, to a company or two that will help you. This aren't, these aren't the only companies. These aren't even the only companies that would live up to Dave Ramsey's standards of helping people and not just gouging them. But it's a start for those of you who have absolutely no idea where to go. Now, some of you need millions of dollars of life insurance and some of you need a whole lot less. But I'm talking to many people, many of you, uh, just a minimal amount, just a couple hundred thousand dollars in life insurance at least helps a family make a change, at least helps them get through the worst period of their lives, at least helps them go further uh, than they would go with nothing. And of course, some of you, as I've said, 
You've got companies, your com- your whole family's entirely dependent. You've got large families, et cetera. You've set a certain standard of living. You need millions in life insurance. So I'm not telling you what to, how much to get. I don't want to do, I don't want to do the formula for you. Go to the website I just described, click on that, figure it out. But gentlemen, hear me. It is in the art of noble manhood that men not leave their spouses destitute at their deaths. I recommend that you not only have life insurance, but that you also have burial insurance and that you have a written burial plan so that if you die, uh, things kick in automatically. The local funeral home takes over. It knows what to do, knows what your headstone's going to read. Uh, it's already prepaid for. I think we should take care of our families in that way. Now, I know it's hard to talk about your death. I know it's hard in this era of COVID when people are dying um, and there are more deaths than usual and we're hearing about people dying at war and Afghan situations and so on. I know it's rather bleak of Mansfield to talk about death. But, you know, one of my favorite wise sayings in scripture is death is the destiny of all men, all people, and the living should take this to heart. I believe we're supposed to contemplate death to live better lives. Think about how, what we want said at our funerals and what we want to leave behind. But I also believe that we should realize that we're all going to die. And what will be the condition of those left behind when we die? Financially, spiritually, emotionally, etc. Men, provide for your families. It doesn't have to cost that much. The younger you are, the less it costs. Those of you who are older, if you haven't done anything, then this message is vital for you. Let's be the good men we're called to be. Let's have our survivors celebrate us, not just for our lives, but for our wisdom upon our deaths. Let's provide for them. It's a a relatively inexpensive way to transfer wealth. And to provide for wealth. I have some African-American friends who come from families that never had much. But along the way, a couple of fathers um, made wise insurance decisions early in their lives and paid on certain things most of their lives. And when they died, their families went up three or four clicks at the socioeconomic level. Kids could go to college. Moms could live. Things could happen. And just by making wise insurance decisions... This African-American family that I'm thinking of was taken up to a whole new level of prosperity and thus ultimately of impact for some good values and for the generations that followed. I want to see you all do the same thing. Forgive me for bringing this to you time and again, but but I don't want to see your families hurt. And I don't want to see any of us shrink from consideration of these things out of fear and smallness. You're good men. You want to do good things in the world. This is part of it. Go forth and get it done. Because this is one of the great arts of noble manhood. To join the Great Man Movement or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's three essential books for men. Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, Building Your Band of Brothers, and Men on Fire, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.